While he's gone, we hired a tax season intern. Tax season intern Tom, welcome to the pod. Thank you. You bet. Excited to be here. Uh, we all agreed that you'd be a fantastic addition. Tom, we need you to talk into the mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is my first time. He's new to podcast. First time. Yeah. He's yeah. new. So. This is the Boys Down Bad podcast, and we are super excited to welcome on Nebraska football recruit Vincent Carroll Jackson to the pod. Give it up for Vincent. Vincent, you're the man. Thanks for coming on, dude. I appreciate you for having me. Absolutely. So uh, I've noticed that you're a pretty big Twitter guy. Um, Another big Twitter guy is Coach Matt Rule. So my first question to you is, what do you think of Coach Rule's Twitter game as far as the emojis go? Are you about it? Uh Normally, normally I can pretty much always decipher what he what he's putting down. I I I just be laughing every time he does it because it's it's always so cryptic and fans always be like, oh my gosh, what is he doing now? Where is he going next? Why can't he just put words and stuff like that? I just be thinking it's funny a bit, you know, to see have them wonder. It gives because it, it then once he pops out with what he was doing, it really gives more more appreciativeness to it. Absolutely. We we love him. Um, it gets us kind of fired up because we never know what he's talking about. And uh, it's it's fun to read into. Have any of the emoji tweets been about you? I think one or two, maybe. <laughs> or can you disclose <laughs> that information? <laughs> yeah, no, I can. Just, I think it was maybe one or two. I can't remember. Um, I know the uh, the Dolphin County sign one when he posted uh, a sign of the Dolphin County. That one was about me. Um, I was the first stop he seen when he I came to PA. Hey, we love to hear it. Um, so like you said, you're from Pennsylvania. Um, and I was reading today, you only played one year of high school football. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's insane. How did you get into football and why did it take you so long to, uh, to a hop in? Um, so I, I had played little league football when I was younger. And then when I was in seventh grade, I tried my hand at freshman football. But the school I was at at the time, uh, the coaches told me basically I wouldn't get no real play time until my ninth grade year because they only wanted true freshmen to play to get them ready for playing uh, varsity or junior varsity. Um, so I had stopped playing football all the way from seventh grade to 11th grade. And then in my 11th grade year, I met uh, Coach Lance Dean. It was his first year there. Um, as a head coach and as a teacher in general at my school, um, we basically, by chance, had a gym co- gym class together. So we were working out pretty much every day, uh, talking, just getting to know each other, bonding. And close towards the end of my junior year, he was basically like to me, if I make you a promise right here, right now, if you come out and give me 110% of your effort for spring football, and then all the way throughout the season, I can't get, I can't promise, but I can guarantee that I will do everything in my power to get you to play at the next level. Cause I know if you play football, you're going to want that to be the goal. And I said, I basically, we both just agreed to that. And ever since then, we've just been building our relationship stronger and stronger every day. Uh, we definitely had some bumps in the road a few times, <laughs> a, few, a few times more than I would like to say, but, um, you know, any good relationship is never perfect. Absolutely. You know, it's how you respond to those bumps that really solidify your relationship. And I think we responded very well. And I've built 
a great mentorship out of that relationship and a family trust over it. Well, it's obviously working out well for you. We're super excited that you decided to play because you're coming to Nebraska. What was it like jumping back into the football space? Um, were you always like in shape, like in football shape, or was that a long journey, long process for you? No, I definitely wasn't always in football <laughs> shape. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was and it was bad too because I had to play both sides of the ball. So I had to really get in shape. Like at the at the beginning of uh 2022, I was literally 287 pounds. Um by the time the end of the season came around, I had dropped down to 249. So oh, wow. yeah, so it's crazy because like you know, with football, you transition. You do, um, you do no equipment for spring ball, uh, helmets for summer summer workouts, and then uh, full pads for fall. So every time we transitioned, oh my gosh! When we first got the helmets, I was dead. Like I <laughs> kid you not, I was dead. I was over there seeing stars. I was falling. I was. I cannot breathe. It was so bad. And then when we put the shoulder pads on on top of it, yeah, I was about to tap out after that one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was about to tap out after that one. I was like, yeah, they want me to play both sides of the ball? No. You're like, man, you're like, man this is a bad idea. I'm going to go. Yeah, gonna I, was like, I was like, oh, no. I'm over here again. Dizziness and lightheaded and seeing stars and stuff. Oh, no. I don't think I'm going to do this one, coach. <laughs> it was bad getting in shape, but it was worth it in the end. It was worth it in the end. Absolutely. So we don't hear um, a ton about it here in Lincoln, but what's high school football like in Pennsylvania? So I play 6A football. It's basically the highest the highest division in, um, in PA. So it's, it's big boy football mm. uh, where we're from. Um, it's a lot of it's a lot of big guys. Um, you know, we play a tough competition. We play in the mid pen, which is arguably the best conference in in all of PA. Um, it's a challenge to go out. It was a challenge to go out there every week and put on, um, you know, some, some games I would, I would perform better on offense and poorly on defense, or I would perform poorly on uh, offense and do great on defense. Uh, some games I would do great on both. Some games I just wouldn't do anything. Um, you know, that's what comes with the game. You'll always have your ups and downs, but I never went out there thinking in my head, not even the slightest bit, that any of those dudes on that field were better than me. Yeah, so what's kind of the recruiting process like only playing one year? Um, so after my fourth game against Cumberland Valley, um, I had had my all-time high in tackling. I had uh, left that game with thirteen over 13 tackles. I know seven of them were TFLs, um, and one of them was a sack. So I had left that game with uh, my most tackles. And I guess that Monday, we I, that Monday I got back to school. Me and my coach sat down, and we was looking at film. And he decided that I had enough film to put out a midseason tape, you know. And uh, after we put out my midseason tape, about two three days later, uh, I I got to give recognition to this. I had my first uh, Division One offer from New Hampshire University. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. They called me up and they was just basically like they loved how much I put how much tape I put on in just four games. Uh, they said it, it looked like a full season uh, highlight tape. Um, <laughs> so they offered me. Um, and then about going into my fifth game, I had I had gotten 
two. I had gotten another one from Kent State. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure that was one. I know Kent State was my second offer, um, and I had gotten another one from them. And after my fifth game, I picked up two, two, three more offers. I think. Um, you know, they were all uh, Mac Conference. Um, it wasn't until my ninth game, I think. I think it was my ninth game. Um, I had gotten a Rutgers offer, my first Power Five offer. But um, Minnesota had came to watch me um, play against um, against my rival school for my eighth game. Um, JMU had came to uh, watch me play before that as well, too. So the recruiting, the recruiting uh, part for me, it never stopped after my fourth game, but it it picked up heavy once Georgia came into the game. Um, and it for me because my time frame wasn't like everybody else's. Um, everybody else, you know, they had uh, multiple years to form these connections. Whereas me, I had a month, a month and a half maybe at most to figure everything out and decide where I wanted to go for my future. So it was a bit overwhelming, uh, to tell you the truth. I was honestly ready to get it done and over with. Um, I think about a week before I committed, before I signed my papers. Uh, no, it was two weeks before I signed my papers. I had got an offer. I had got an offer from who was first. I had got an offer from Syracuse, and then at the, in the morning on a Tuesday, then an offer from Pitt Tuesday evening, and then the next day I had got an offer from Nebraska. Now, when Nebraska called, I'm just going to be honest, I didn't consider it at all. Careful. Careful with your words here. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. um, When Nebraska called, I didn't actually consider uh, putting them in a running at all because, like I said, I was actually tired of my recruiting uh, recruiting, uh, stats, truth be told. So um, I kind of just put it to the side with the rest of my offers. Um, And then I took a visit to Syracuse that weekend as well. Um, and I was just ready to commit. Um, so I was a bit anxious when I uh, made that commitment uh, statement. And then I think I got on the phone Wednesday with Coach Rule, and he didn't realize that uh, someone from his staff had already offered. But uh, he called me and said he just got he had just gotten in office. He watched my tape, and he was just blown away and just loved every bit of it, and he wanted to offer me again. Now, in my mind, I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> didn't I just get offered by this school? But no, he was like, um, yeah, I would love to offer you uh, a scholarship to come play for us. And I'm like, okay, it's like me being, me being who I am. Like, I'm going to always accept uh, anything, no matter where it's from, what level it's at. So I was just like, uh, okay, I accept. You know, I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him that I already got offered. I just, you know, let, it, let him offer me. And then um, I had gotten a, a call later. Uh, my coach had told me that uh, Nebraska wanted to come see me the next day. So Wednesday, Coach Rule and Coach Omar came up to see me in the morning, and they were just talking to me. And um, I don't know, it touched me a bit that the head coach flew all the way out here, mm. you know, to see me. And I was his first stop. So I was just like um, – we were talking, and he, he was like, man, I, I just got there, and I already love Lincoln, Nebraska. Like, I, he was like, I got to get you out there, even if it's for an hour, two hours, just a day. It don't even got to be the full visit. He's like, I just got to get you out there just to show you what it's all about. Jay's like, can you just give me that chance? And I was like, I don't see why not. You know, <laughs> why not? Everybody, everybody was telling me I need to get one more visit uh, under my belt before I make a true decision. So I called him. 
Thursday night, and I said, let's just do the full visit. Um, and he set it up that Thursday night. I was on a plane Friday morning, and then Lincoln around 5 o'clock in the evening on Friday. Um, so and when I got down there, I was just immediately connected with the coaches. You know, they were there every time. You know, it was co- I was surrounded by coaches with similar backgrounds to myself um, and things like that. But what really blew me away, was how beautiful Nebraska is. Like, it is truly beautiful, peaceful. The scenery is just amazing. And the community. Yeah. Boy, when I tell you these people, yo, I just, every day I wake up, every day I wake up and I see something from um, Husker community and I just fall more and more in love. Mm-hmm. Like, my, I'm just like, man. Like, literally, I was in the car today uh, picking up my food and I was just reading these tweets and uh, messages that they were sending me. I'm just like, man, I chose a great school. Yeah. <laughs> like, the is crazy. It's crazy here. Yeah. Kind of going off of that, like, up until this year, it, Nebraska was never a huge, like, transfer spot. We weren't ever getting, you know, these four or five-star transfers. And what about it is so attractive to recruits and especially, like, with transfer players? Um, I think a lot of the recruits, like me, fell in love with, with Nebraska as a whole, you know. When they got around the community, the community just showed them straight love. And it's also the coaching staff. Our coaching staff is young. They're new. They're fresh. They're energetic. And they're all about business. Like, it's, we got – you You can check the resume on that coaching staff right there. You know, you got the head coach, Coach Rule. You know, a lot of people try to criticize him for his NFL days, but nobody really knows uh, the true story behind it. Yeah. You know, the NFL is a whole different ball game. You know, you're not dealing with just players anymore. You're dealing with everything, agents managers, team owners, things like that, it starts to become less and less about the players and just more about the business aspect. But if you look back at his college resume, it's not too many college coaches in history that can compare. You know, he took Temple and made Temple a, a fearing a fearing uh, college college football team. He went to Baylor and turned them all the way around. Um, and the staff that he has, he has about nine, nine people on his staff that played for him um, that he coached over the years. So that I think that that shows a testament and value to his character and who he is, and I think that's what all the other recruits, like me, also saw. Are you uh, by any chance a busting with the boys fan with Will Compton? You got to watch it. Coach Rule went on. It came out today. Coach Rule went oh, on. Oh, oh, oh my God! I, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize what you were talking about. Yes, I'm actually. I was actually literally just watching that right now. Like I'm, literally, it's on my YouTube right now. I didn't realize what you were talking about at yeah. first. Dude. Yeah. I have not been more fired up for Nebraska football as I have been oh. after watching that podcast. Like I'm, I want to put on the pads and run out there with you guys. Like that, I'm, you I'm got trying me to tell up. people. I'm trying to tell people. I tried to tell people this season is going to be it. This season is like y'all got to really pay attention to what we're doing right now. Like we are really changing everything about Nebraska for the better it is amazing like we are bringing in talent we are bringing in stars we are bringing in dogs we are bringing in people that are ready to play right now it's exciting and uh yeah like that podcast i'm so fired up what are you most excited for coming to nebraska um i'm just excited for the chance to get out there you know be more around the community and make that my new home yeah it's a, it's a great place. The fans are going to treat you well. Um, they're going to be behind you. One thing, I give huge props to you. Your tweet this week, it was about how you're not coming into Nebraska thinking you're 
the guy. Like, and I just thought that was really cool how you're not expecting to get anything handed to you. I think it's pretty rare right now, especially at the transfer portal, how guys are leaving situations where they might have to sit out here. It's just really cool to hear you say, like, I'm going to have to earn this. Is Matt Rule just, like, the same guy we see online as he is, like, in private? Oh, one, 100%. Um, Me, Coach Rule, I, I literally, Coach Rule, he told me one day, he was like, um, he was like, when I was at the, uh, on the visit, he was like, you can call me anytime, any day, and I promise you I'll pick up the phone. I've called him about four or five times now out of the blue. and He's never knew. I, I never told him I was going to call him. I just called him and asked him for advice, giving him, asking for his input on things. And like just today, um, he sent me a video of the renovations because they're almost done for the new facility. And I was, well, how's I was it looking? How's it looking? Oh, it's woo! I tell you, when y'all see the, when, oh my God, listen, when y'all see the final, final, final touch on everything, I promise you, no facility, no facility looks like what we're about to put on. I'm telling you, it's crazy. But no, when I texted him this morning, I was like, I just basically was like, I was like, you're killing it right now, coach. Like you and the entire staff are killing it right now in the recruiting game. And he was like, he was just like to me, he he basically just bumped that whole thing I said and said, no, man. He was like, I killed it the day I commit, the day I got you to commit. I'm just like, dang, like that. I, I love that, man. Like I told, I, I I texted him about something completely irrelevant to me, and he just brought it right back to me. You know, he making me feel included in that. You know. Yeah, he's the guy, and. You know, it seemed it it seemed like Frost was gonna be the guy when he came in here a couple years ago. Um, but I haven't gotten this feeling like I feel when I hear Coach Rule talk. Like it's it's exciting. Um, what game are you looking forward to most next year? Is it is it the Colorado game with Coach Prime? What are you most excited for? I, I gotta be honest, I'm definitely looking forward to going in there and punching them in the mouth, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I did. I did. I did have a Colorado offer too. It's crazy, but um, I ultimately chose Nebraska to go over them. You know, so did you get to talk I, to Coach Prime? I didn't actually. Okay. okay. So I'm looking to go in there and you know show them like, huh, yeah, we got that. We got that. You know. Yeah. Oh, we're bringing our Louis. <laughs> oh. Woo, we got that. We got that Louis M. Prada. Trust me. We got some <laughs> we got some for them. We got some for them, you know. Uh you but they definitely they definitely do have stars too, you know. You can't knock you can't knock the talent they have. Like Cormani, that's a that's an amazing receiver, amazing young man. Uh he definitely got talent, but uh nah, I receiver room. They gonna cook you. They gonna show you. Mm -hmm. They gonna show you, you know. <laughs> they gonna show you. I got one more. Um and of course. The question all Husker fans are dying to hear, how soon is Nebraska going to be in the playoff? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, rec I, I, reckon I reckon this year, truth be told, uh, yeah. I, definitely see a bowl I definitely see a bowl game for us at the end of the year. Uh, you know, uh, I, th I, think, I think we definitely have a shot at the playoffs this year. I definitely think we do. You know, with all the talent we got coming in, with the coaching staff we got coming in, I think I think we got a shot at the playoffs this year. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Um, we're it's a new fire under us. You know, we got a new coaching staff, all these new people. I think everybody is just eager to really put put on and show them what we can do. You know, like we're tired of being underlooked. Mm -hmm. Like people, is... for, people forget, even if they're even if they're old, we're still a five time national champion team. You know, like it's it's in there. It's 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 in it's in that Husker it's in that Husker football stadium. We about to dig it out. We about to dig it out and bring it back. 
Absolutely. You're firing me up right now. Yeah. I'm ready to, I'm ready to play now. <laughs> you? Man, I've been ready to play since I signed. <laughs> well, this has been awesome. An electric interview. Vincent, thank you so much for coming on. We can't wait to watch you on the field next year, man. It's going to be awesome. Of course. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it. We'll see you later. Yep, see ya. All right. Thank you, Vincent. That was awesome. I'm yeah. fired up. Peters and I were getting pumped up during that interview. Yeah. Ray roll. I thought I was all in. Now I'm all in. Yeah. Yeah. There have been some stuff that has come out this week that the Kool-Aid is tasting really good. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, it's it's overflowing. It is. Um, you may have noticed Chris joined the couch, got the call up. Trev is in taxis and grind right now. So yeah. he's going to be hit and miss. But um, while he's gone, we hired a tax season intern. Yes, sir. Tax season intern, Tom. Welcome to the pod. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. you bet. Excited to be here. Uh, we all agreed that you'd be a fantastic addition to the podcast with your sports knowledge, hypothetical gambling knowledge. And just a funny guy. And just a yeah. funny guy. Funny yeah. guy. Uh, Chiefs fan. That, but. I appreciate I appreciate the comment. Tom, we need you to talk into the mic. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, this is hey, my first time. He's new to podcast. First time yeah. here, he's new. so you're gonna get Baby some steps. stuff like that from Tom. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be funny. Gonna I did it funny. the first time I did it. Yeah, you there just didn't talk into it at all. Exactly. <laughs> it happened. So yeah. But that's okay. He's a Chiefs fan, so we'll have some good content from him this week with them being in the championship. Um Roll yeah. Chiefs. Roll Chiefs, baby. Yes, sir. Um let's talk about the Huskers a little bit. The Bustin' with the Boys episode, I know you... I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen, like, Clips. snippets of it on Twitter and stuff. Tom, did you say that you've seen it? No, I haven't seen Not it yet. Today. No, I haven't tapped in yet. Peters and I watched it, and I... It fired me up. It's just the way he... Matt Rule is just, like, a guy you just want to play for. Like, I think Frost was, like, yeah, he... Like, he seems like a good coach. Mm-hmm. Matt Rule's just like a guy you want to get in the trenches with. You want to even just sit down with him. I mean, he was talking about how, like, he thinks ping pong is just, like, a necessary thing. Yeah. And it's just, like, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking Like, how does that correlate? I don't know, but it does. And he just gets people fired up. There's something kind of refreshing about – because with Frost, when he came in, like, he knew all the traditions, so he knew what he was stepping into. Rule's coming in, and he's, like, shocked by, like, how crazy Nebraska fans are. And it's yeah. cool because he's really excited and pumped, ready yeah. to roll. You can tell he wants to be a part of the like community. He even said like he wants to be with the people. I think now that might change if the season takes a turn for the worst. He might not want to be out with people, but I'm not seems, thinking about that. No, it's not no. going to go for the worst. It's not That's go what for the people worst. have said. Like, oh, we'll see if he'll be out when if Nebraska is bad. I think I don't think we're going to be bad. I think we're going to win the national championship. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm not drinking that much cool. Oh, why? So I had that realization uh, this week watching the Cowboys, and I've been optimistic about them, or not optimistic. That's not the right word. Skeptical about them the whole year. But before the game, I was like, "Why not buy all the way into your team?" I mean, yeah. What's the point of cheering for a team if you're not bought all the way in? I mean, who cares if you? You sad? can buy in, but national championship buying is like next level have you seen kind of thing what's the like, point of playing if you're not trying to win a national championship well they're trying to win a national championship but if you think about it like we're, we're there's no way we beat georgia who says georgia's gonna be we're there? taking all their players 
They want to come to Nebraska. I guess, but. I was talking to Jordan, and it's like, regardless of how your season goes, unless you win the national championship, you're going to be somewhat disappointed at the end of the year. There are rare cases yeah. like TCU, you're probably not disappointed with that season. I would still you're be probably disappointed. disappointed how it ended up. Yeah. But, like, what's the difference if I buy in now and we go six and six? We Heartbreak. go to a bowl game. Well, what's the difference between that and if we lose the national championship? I'm going to be heartbroken either way. Yeah. So why not have. So why not just buy all the way in? What else are you going to do from January until August? You're just going to be like, oh, yeah, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, I think we'll win nine games. That's that's realistic. Why not win 12? You can think that that's realistic, but, like, the point of being a fan is you want them to win the national championship. I mean, I would love it if Nebraska wins the national yeah, championship. Yeah, so That'd be awesome. hope for it. Buy in now. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can hope for it, but in the back of my mind, I'm saying that's not even close to being realistic. Sure, and that's probably in everyone's head, but buy in. So you're saying just, just to hope for it. Basically. Well, it's going to happen, so you won't have to hope. Okay. Just, like, get – why not just drink all the Kool-Aid now? Yeah. Worst case scenario is we don't win the national championship and we had fun. Yeah. You can look back on it and say – We had fun. In the dog days of winter, I was having fun with the boys. Mm-hmm. I was pumped. I bought in. Tom, I'm curious what your thoughts on Nebraska football is right now. Well, you guys are just saying you're drinking from the Kool-Aid. I'm drinking from the fire hose. I'm all bought oh. in. I'm all oh. bought in. That's why we got You know, guy. when Rule came on, you know, I was all bought in with Scott Frost. You know, he's a Husker guy. If he can't turn around the program, who can? So then after that, I was like, you know, I can't buy in. Mm-hmm. I have to see the season, let it play out, and then I'll make a determination on if I'm bought in or not. But the off season, Coach Rule interacting with the fans and stuff, he's done, I feel like, a whole lot more than Scott has in his yes. tenure, so mm-hmm. I'm drinking from the fire hose. That's why we got this guy. Yeah. He's bought in. I'm fired up. I yes. do like how we're building on both lines. That's yeah. positive. I like, like we're getting – we've gotten, what, three offensive linemen transfers already? Mm-hmm. And we've gotten, like, five defensive linemen? Yeah. And that's what Rule said he was going to do was start with the line and then move out. So, I mean, yeah. he's saying all the right things and doing all the right things. We'll see if it turns just, into just, wins. Just wait until you watch that episode. When you watch Shane, that interview back. I was I was all the way bought in, just because why not. And then I watched that, and I was like, okay. The busting episode? Re- yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then watch our interview. So, with, yeah. With Vincent. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just on fire with recruits, and it's fun to watch. Chris, can you give us a little basketball update? Yeah. Uh, well, the basketball team, 10 and 10. We beat Ohio State, like we said we were going to do, mm-hmm. and then lost to Penn State on the road, had a chance to cover, missed a late three. The boys that, were heartbreaking, yeah. The boys were together. We were and, riding together. And we, we were watching it together. Three goes up, just misses. It's heartbreak. It was. And then we find out Bandamel tears his ACL. Yeah, that sucks. Out for the season. So now we're down two starters. Big Ten's a grind. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm hoping for four more wins, get 14 wins. It's probably too much even. How but many games do we have left? Well, we're, what are we, three and six? We have 11 left. That means we'd go four and seven. I mean, it sounds like a tournament team. No. Well, you can't, here's the thing. You can't expect anything 
now because you're down two starters. Yeah. I saw on Twitter yeah. we were seven and three, so these guys have played ten games with their whole team together, mm-hmm. and they've gone seven and three, and that's beating that Creighton, is- Iowa, and the overtime loss to Purdue. So they've yeah. proven when they're whole seven and three and beaten good teams. Yeah. So like they've proven that they're good when they're whole, but when they're when there's these many injuries, it just is impossible. And I really felt like I just watching the game, we were the better team against Penn State. I thought so. I don't get why we don't feed Derek Walker every single time we go down the court. It should be an automatic paint touch. Yes. He no should at least get one touch. Every every time down the court. He no should. one shoots yeah. until Walker touches the ball. Mm-hmm. Wilcher, don't shoot. Breidenbach, don't shoot. Breidenbach needs to stop just pulling. He loves that top of the key three. He gets it, and he thinks he shouldn't shoot it, and he's like, ah, they're leaving me open. I'll shoot it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're leaving I you open for a reason. reason. Yeah. K-State played good. He did. So we got Northwest. So we beat we beat, we beat Northwestern. Northwestern yet. We beat Northwestern <laughs> on Wednesday. Wednesday. And then we go to Maryland, I think. It's either to Maryland or to Illinois Kay. on Saturday. Either way. Hopefully not Illinois. Wins. They don't eh. have Kofi anymore. I know, but they beat us here by 27. Wow. Not thinking about that. With starters. <laughs> no. That's okay. It's hard to win at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keeping the spirits high. Let's move into the down bads of the week. Do you, some, some of the boys didn't come prepared. I have one. I okay. Have one. Oh, okay. Uh, or do you want to do your rant before or after? Yeah, do your rant quick. Yeah. Okay. So I have a little... It's more of like a question to the audience, okay? some of our listeners, but maybe you guys can answer this. It's kind of a pet peeve of mine. Okay. So I'm the only single guy here on the pod. That is correct, yes. Must be so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is tough. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm a member of Hinge, so it's a dating site, dating app. You yep. know, you put all these questions out and people can, you know, like your profile and all that stuff. So, say you get a match. Mm-hmm. And then you message someone, and then they just don't respond. Mm-hmm. What's the point of being on a dating app if you're not going to respond to anyone? I, I feel think like it happens a lot. I think a lot of people. Hmm, I don't know how to word this. I think um, some people are on it just for like the attention of like, oh, I could get this person, this person, this person. They don't really. They don't have an interest in pursuing it. They just are. They just want to get that validation. They want to know like. they had ten matches in the past two days. Yeah, but I don't know. That's a good question. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you're gonna be on a dating app, and then someone messages you and you just don't respond, I don't really see the point. And you can only message them after they've matched. Yes. Yes. Okay. Correct. Because I was gonna say it would correct. be different if you were just firing off. Yeah. I was gonna say but like you <laughs> you're shooting you? shots left and if right. you're shooting correct. shots and people don't answer, correct. Them, it might yeah. be a reason. No. But, but if you matching. you yeah. like them. They like your profile. So yeah. it matches you together. Yeah. And then they like you send them a message. Hey, you know you respond to one of their. You know, Do we need to work on your? Uh, maybe first impression. Well, maybe my first impression is uh, messages. Yeah, maybe Could we be. need. Maybe we'll do. Maybe a we need to go serious. a little self self reflection. Could be. Go inside. Because uh, usually we can do. Maybe we could do a live like we questionnaire. Could. Question. Yeah. Help? Yeah. And yeah. I guess he, Hey, yeah. what works? Ask our female listeners what, That's what works. I'm saying. More for the audience. Like, give me some tips. Okay. What I mean. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Put a clip together. Yeah. 
Let's see what we can do. I was just curious. That's a good I'd... question. I yeah, it's a valid you know, question. Very why, valid. It kind of it just makes me mad when you match with someone and then it just just no response. No response. Are your are your DMs good? What? What do you mean? Well, like you message they... them on the app first. Yeah. Like, are your messages to them? Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe my first impression text is horrible. Could be. Could be me. Do you want to do a live reading of some of your first impressions? <laughs> no, I don't have any matches <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, let's pull up, let's pull up the message. I don't have any okay, messages. Okay, okay. Or I don't Scratch have any matches hey, if we right need now. To... You don't have your phone right now is what you meant to say. Yeah, my phone is over there. True, yeah. we don't have his phone. We totally would if he had his phone. Yeah. But that's recording Tommy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe so. next week. Yeah, maybe next week. We could tap in, maybe. We yeah. could see what yeah. happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll, let's see the audience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, good question. Um, let's move to the down bads. Chris, would you like to start us with your down bad? Yeah. Uh, so my down bad is going to be Stefan Diggs mm. and Bills Mafia, kind of a combination. So the Bills have been good now for three years, made it to divisional round every every year, played the Chiefs a couple times, lost – Played the Bengals on Sunday, lost. And it's just got to be frustrating. Diggs left the locker room after the game. Yeah, I saw before, that. like, the team meeting. I saw yeah. he was gone before some of the coaches were in the locker room. Yeah. So I that's saw, not a very good look. Yeah, I saw someone, I think Duke Johnson, like, stopped him from leaving. Like, brought him in. And then he, like, came in for a little bit and then left again. Yeah. So that's not a good look. And just... Bills fans are so crazy for football. Yeah. And, like, they're so crazy for winning. And their team's finally good. Like, they've been horrible for years. And now they got a good quarterback, good team, and they just choke in the biggest games in mm-hmm. the playoffs. So that's got to be I have, I have a question. Yeah, go, go for it. At what point do we start kind of knocking Josh Allen for not being able, to, like, to win the big game? That's what people have said. This week, like, why don't we hold Josh Allen to the same standard as, like, Dak Prescott? Yeah, that's or what I was going to relate it to Dak. It's like people are knocking Dak I mean, right that now. That dude gets crucified. Granted, he did not play well, but Josh yeah. Allen didn't play well either. He didn't even have a passing touchdown. No. And, like, Josh <clears throat> Allen obviously had a better season. Than, yeah. So it's like, I'm not saying Josh Allen's bad. I'm just saying at what point do you kind of have to start saying, like, yeah, he's great in the regular season and then, you know. Kind of yeah. like a Rodgers. Yeah. Good in the regular season, can win MVPs, but then can't get yeah. to the Super Bowl. And you can't use the excuse in Buffalo for, like, not having weapons because they have a good defense. They've got digs. Gabe, Gabe Davis, Davis is good. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. Don't really have a running game, but Josh Allen runs. Yeah. And and honestly, they ran bad. the ball decent this year Yeah, when they tried. I feel like they didn't run the ball enough at some points, but – I don't know. That's a good question. I feel yeah. like maybe if he does it again next year. Yeah, because, like, where do you go from here? If you're, like, do you think Diggs is going to leave? Absolutely. You think he will? For sure. Really? Yeah. 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 I don't think he – like, I get your Matt. And he was, like, yelling at Josh Allen, like, screaming, like, right in front of him. I get, like, you're upset you didn't get enough touches, but, like, you don't typically leave the locker room before, Yeah. like, I get leaving, like, if you skip the press conference, like, okay, he might come back. But when you originally left before the coaches even got back, mm-hmm. that means. The problem is for Diggs, where is he going to go that's better than Josh Allen? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, you're not going to go, they're not going to trade you to a place that's going to be a better quarterback than Josh Allen. Like, they're not going to send you to Cincinnati or Kansas City. 
Yeah, so, they're not going to trade you in to an AFC, yeah. AFC team. And the NFC teams, like, who are you going to go to? Maybe Dallas? But, Whoa. I mean, that would be the only team with, like, Whoa. a decent quarterback. <laughs> just got me a little excited there, actually. <laughs> I was just thinking of teams with good quarterbacks. Like, they don't need wide receivers. Yeah. Like, Philly and San Francisco don't need them. So, it's – but anyway, Bills Mafia, down bad. Yeah. Peters, what do you got? Yeah, my down bad is the Florida Gators because apparently they are broke boys. <laughs> um, so they had Jaden Rashada. He was a top, I think, five quarterback in this class. Um, he uh, reportedly was promised $13 million in NIL money to come to Florida. Okay. So ton of money for a kid who hasn't played at all. Um, he signed with Florida. He got his letter of intent released because uh, Florida got back to him and said, we don't have the $13 million. Uh, rumored is that they said, we don't have 13 but we have 4 So a $9 million difference. So, so something interesting in the rule interview um, on Busting with the Boys was he said that coaches can't say, hey, we can guarantee you this amount of money. In NIL. Like yeah, it's all boosters. It's all boosters. It's all, like, brand deals that you sign. So, like, whatever. the boosters reach out to the kid? Yes. To yeah. the player? So, coaches can't, like, negotiate money. Like, Rule can't say, you can't tell Dylan Raiola, you can you can get $15 million. Yeah. It's so, he could tell the booster, hey, tell Dylan Raiola. Yeah, I think so. And, like, that makes sense. So, Cornhouse I'm wondering how that, say, yeah, sure. I'm going to give you this amount of money. Yeah. So I wonder how that went down. If it was like boosters reached out, like, hey, we'll give you this amount of money to come. Or if the coach said something. Yeah, it was their NIL collective could only come up with $4 million to give, which. It's a big discrepancy. Yeah. Yeah. $9 million. And I've said before, I think NIL is good. It is kind of crazy. That much money for. I think he was the third or fourth quarterback in that class behind that Nico who went to Tennessee mm-hmm. and Arch Manning. Like, that dude balled out with Malachi. He was on the other team. Nico. Oh, Nico was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I saw a picture of them. But it's just like that's so much money to give. Like I get it if you're giving it to the number one player in the whole class, yeah. like Arch Manning or that Nico. And it's also, like, that's just so much money to promise a kid who's played in high school. I also learned that they don't get that all up front. It's over the course of their time at that school, Mm. which makes sense because, like, why would you be giving $13 million to an 18-year-old? So, Florida, you're broke, you're bad. Broke boys. Broke boys. Tough. Tom, do you have a down bad? Yeah, I did. Chris kind of sold my thunder with the... Stefan Diggs, he's down bad. Yeah. Stuck in the divisional round. Motions get high in games, but I think I think he kind of acted out a little too much. Yeah. It's childish. Uh, it was I don't a, like that. Yeah, don't it was that. childish. And he's kind of that been that way his whole career, like at least in Buffalo. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even in Minnesota, he kind of was. In Minnesota, in Minnesota yeah. yeah. He did have, make a scene there. Which, you know, top-tier wide receiver, obviously, but it's like maybe you should – be more of a team guy. I don't know. Just a little bit. You're still going to the playoffs every year. Yeah. You're getting your bonuses. Great quarterback. Did he sign a 
big deal to go to Buffalo? I don't know if he signed a big deal. They might have to re-sign him. They might. I don't you know. should Google Stefan Diggs contract. There we go. There we go, Tom. Tom's first assignment. There we go. Um, oh, he's quick. Ooh, he is quick. Look at, Look at this guy go. A lot of practice. It's making you look bad, Chris. Yeah, he is. Four years, 96. Oof. So... Until 2027. So that means oh, he signed he just it just got, this year. He yeah. just got signed. Just got paid. Yeah, September 5th, 2022. Signed a five-year. <laughs> okay. So he's not going <laughs> to. So he's there. He's there for okay. a long. He's there for four years. I think that's good for him, though. I don't feel like any other team yeah. would be a good fit for him. I think Bills is. But he's down bad right now. Yeah. Yeah, because not a lot of teams are taking a $100 million hit on a wide receiver. Yeah, no. Especially if you have a good quarterback because you're already on the hook for 500 yeah, three to five hundred million already. Yeah, good one, Tom. Um, my down bad is I I believe this is a two weeks in a row. I think. Yeah, Patrick Reed. Yeah. You guys said you didn't know what happened. I think Tom did. He uh, apparently was at their last tournament. Um, or a maybe live tournament. Mm, yeah, he's on live. Yeah, it might have been the other, the one that he was with Rory. Okay. Oh, like a DP, DP world, DP world tour. It was. it was one of those, um, and he went to say hi to Rory, give him like a head nod or something, and Rory completely ignored him and gave him a cold shoulder. And uh, Patrick Reed threw a tea at him <laughs> when he walked away. <laughs> just, you know, it just speaks. Yeah, Tom's pulling it up. Live golf's Patrick Reed throws tea at Rory. What the heck? So, he's such a baby. He's so petty. And part of me wonders, like, if he's, like, built up this villain character and he's just, like, feeding into it. Or is he just that much of a hothead and has no self-awareness that he's just... I don't think he has I could see him just stuff. being that much of a hothead that he just doesn't and care. There, there are some guys on the PGA Tour who are... They're cool with guys on live. They understand the decision. Yeah. The guys decision. you don't want to go talk to would probably be Rory, yep. Tiger, JT, JT. Like, all the guys who are in that Spieth, uh, Rom, Spieth, Rom, like those five guys. You should probably know, and it might only be like Rory and Tiger who will actually like say something. Yeah. Well, like, but like Rory will talk to like Cam Smith, yeah, and yeah, and like DJ. They're like, you know, they don't say anything. Like they're not out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like shitting on the PJ Tour. Yeah, like Pat Reed is just he just built up this persona of where Rory was like, dude, I'm just not I'm just not gonna talk to you. Yeah. Which is it a petty move on Rory's part? Maybe. But I love you it. You can say you can give him a a little wave. Or yeah. just give him a just a head nod. Yeah. But no. He Were they playing together? Him? It was on the range. Oh. So like he walked by and Pat walked over Rory to was say just hi. Warming up. Maybe yeah, he was locked own. in. He's also, in his own. Like, if they were playing I together, I wish they had a video of it. If they were playing together and Rory did that, I'd be like, you can at least not acknowledge him. You're going to be with him for the next five hours. Yeah. Oh, another guy is Scotty Scheffler. He does yeah. not like live. Yeah. yeah. Those guys just probably don't say hi to unless you're playing with them. Mm-hmm. Like, say hi then. But yeah. Good down bads, boys. Whoa. Uh, let's move into. 
little recap of the divisional games. There are a couple good games, a couple eh, games. Um, we'll start with the Chiefs, 27, Jags, 20. Tom, how do we feel about the Chiefs right now? Oh, absolutely. People are a little worried about Pat Mahomes having one leg, you know, going into this week. But That was incredible, that performance in the second you know, half. He, he stayed in the whole game, so I, I don't, I mean, high ankle sprain, I get it. It's tough, but he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Ankles stand no chance this week. No chance. <laughs> I love it. That's – Talk about but we'll talk about that yeah. later. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, no. no. Recap the game. Thought it was good. Um, kind of, you know, in the words of Travis Kelsey, anything's possible. Henny know, Chad, Chad Henney came in, 98-yard drive. That was exciting to see. So That was that was an insane drive. Yeah. Like, and that got one of the locks done, too. That's first cool. half. Chiefs first half. Some, Which, in this game, we did squeeze it, by we, the way. We did. All our haters on TikTok. Credit yeah. to us. That I was that find. was good. That's exactly how we pictured it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it. I honestly thought he broke or tore or did something. That did not look good. I thought it was an ACL or like a broken ankle. Yeah. yeah. And then, what worries me is Romo was saying that he had a high ankle sprain and he finished that game, mm-hmm. but then he like couldn't walk the next day, so it, it gets worse with tightens time. Tightens up, gets stiff. Um, It'll be interesting to see. He'll play. There's no yeah, doubt he'll, he'll play. play. You're not going to start. They'll, She's been in this position before, you know. Yeah. Pat Mahomes got hurt in the playoffs. Still good, did good. Mm-hmm. You got Andy Reid, genius. Yeah. Andy Reid, he'll, he'll, he'll fix if, something up. If something, like, something else happens to Pat, I feel like Henny could even find a way to win a game. He's a system QB. I mean, system QB. <laughs> they got athletes. Got it. Um, yeah, the Jags fumble on the five really hurt them. Yeah. They had a chance to, I think, go down like three if they would have scored. If they would have scored, it would have been tied, technically, 27-27. If Was they it 27-20 scored, when it happened? No, I think it was 27-17, but, oh. you know, they Jags got the ball back mm-hmm. late in the game and kicked that field goal yeah. to get down by seven. The game could have played out different, but shout out, Shout out the Jags for kicking that field goal, too. Yeah. Doug Peterson was yeah. – he knew. He knew. He knew. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> he saw the body. He yeah, knew he what we needed. Um, Yeah, good game. Next game, Eagles 38, Giants 7. I didn't even write down anything for this game because it was so boring. Like, the Eagles are good. The Giants kind of showed who they really are when they go up against good competition. They had a good run. Great year. It's kind of like TCU-esque. TCU-esque, yeah. You yeah. ran into a buzzsaw and – Got beat. Yeah. Eagles are good. They look good. Um, kind of like Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown was pouting on the sideline when they were up 31 points. I saw that. Because he didn't get the ball enough. It's like You're up 31 to 7, dude. dude you're you got to chill out. You're also just not throwing it at that point. Yeah. Exactly. He'll, he'll get his shot this game for sure. Yeah. But you got to. He's had He had a lot of touchdowns in the regular season. Yeah. For them. Yep. You had him on fantasy, right? Uh, yeah. yeah both, both teams. Yeah. He scored a lot of touchdowns in the regular season. Mm-hmm. He has no room to be pouting when you're going to the NFC Championship. Yeah, You're just drilling a division opponent in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Imagine pouting yeah. because of that. It's insane. Um, first, I was trying to look this up today. I don't think I found the answer, but that's the first home playoff game Philly's had in a while, I believe. And the place was rocking. Yeah. Yeah. Philly is that gets the night up. game? Yeah, it was a night game. Oh, Philly at night is different. Like, 
you get the Philly. even on the t- on TV. It's like the vibe there. It's, it's a good sports town. It is Philly scumbags. Philly scumbags. <laughs> yeah. Um, next game: Bengals twenty-seven, Bills ten. This game was just all Bengals. Like Joe from Shiesty. the start, that first drive he led. Return those refunds. Return those refunds. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty funny. That was funny. I knew when I saw the pregame throw where he threw it and like spun and like no looked and it was just a dime. I said. This is either going to go very well because of this getting put mm-hmm. out or things are going to go horribly. Yeah, and they went well. Yeah. It's it's just fascinating the past two years. Like During the season, you don't really think much of the uh, the Bengals, and then they get in the playoffs and they're just a wagon. It's crazy. They just find ways to win games. Yeah. Having Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow is a deadly combo. Yeah. Especially playing code. together at LSU. Well, and they have T. Higgins, and yeah, Joe Mixon. and Joe Mixon. Like, who do you guard? And Tyler Boyd, and Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Who do just you leave open? Uh, it's kind of like the Chiefs. Like they just have yeah. so many weapons. Yeah. So that's why it's always a good matchup between them. But shout out Cam Brit, uh, Taylor Britt. Yes. Yeah. Reception. Go Skurs, baby. Oh, yeah. That was his first pick. I think I so. As a as first a pick pro. Is an angle. Yeah, as a pro. Pro. Because he's yeah. a rookie. Yeah. So good for him. He was there was a video of him. He was getting emotional after the game. So that's yeah. cool. He's been a dog in the playoffs. He has He's shown up. He's played well. Um, Maybe that's why we'll cheer for the Bengals this week. Huskers. Yeah, go Skurs. I don't um, think we can get Tommy on board with that. <laughs> Probably not. Pro Big Red. We'll talk about that. Later. <laughs> <laughs> um, what you were saying? You were talking about Demar earlier. There's, there's conspiracy theories that he's not alive. <laughs> Didn't and they that, show him in the booth twice? Yeah, people are saying it that it was you, blurry though with the snow. Yeah, it was blurry and that like he was wearing like a mask. I don't think he's. I think he's alive. I think it's just people that spend too much time on TikTok and just like I don't know. It's it's kind of weird that people like are obsessed with it because mm-hmm. I saw it and I was like, that's just weird. But I was like, I just like, I kept looking for him to see like how far into the rabbit hole people were getting. Yeah. And I can see how if you're one of those people who just wants to believe in like anything and everything, you could definitely get trapped in that rabbit hole of like, oh yeah, you never saw his face, you blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, he, it was snowing. Mm-hmm. It's the camera lens. Yeah. Camera lens. That's yeah. what it is. People Actually, need to grow up. They can't zoom in that far. Hmm. Oh. Thank you. Uh, what's your job title? Videographer editor. Videographer editor Chris. Yeah. Yeah. The lenses on the field can't zoom in that far. Okay. Mm. Huh. I feel like we always get a nice zoom in on Jerry Jones when he's. Yeah, but with the. Uh, so, like. So, those cameras on that. Well, there's two different types of cameras. So, like the high up ones, they have to zoom in farther on the field. But those ones on, like, the end zones. Mm hmm. They're shorter or like they're smaller lenses, so they only they don't go they don't like extend as far. Ah, so that's why you, that's why you can get two different pictures. That's why like the snow on some of them looks like so clear, and other ones it's like oh it's not even snowing that bad. Mm. Because yeah, it, that's true. Because it's different lenses, okay. so it, that's why. Interesting. Uh, Eli Apple was getting dragged on Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw that. He's going after people. Yeah, and he so he. Um, was it? I think it was Stefan Diggs tweeted something, and he tweeted back at him. 
so I don't know what it was. But he said like something Cancun. about Cancun. Cancun, yeah, and he oh, ended yeah. it with the heart, yeah. the Demar uh, thing. That's people are not happy with I him right now. Cross the line there. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. You got to be more self-aware than that, even if it was a mistake. I think Cam Taylor Britt actually responded to Eli and was like, "Dude, you can't be doing that." <laughs> Dude, you gotta. Yeah, we can't yeah, be doing that. That's Have one some too far. Mm-hmm. Um, last game, I don't want to talk about it very much, but. 49ers 19, Cowboys 12. Um, I mean, all the boys are riding on the Cowboys, which I surprised I'm I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even a Cowboys fan. And yeah, Tom was on them. On, on the boys. And Chris was on them. All the boys were on them. And I don't know. They, they had their chance. Their defense played the game of their life. They played so well. Yeah, he gave up 19. 19 points to a dynamic offense. Shut C-Mac down, except for his touchdown, really. Yeah. Um. I mean, they got to Purdy in the first half. Yeah. A couple sacks. Second half, they didn't. I think that's pretty kind of figured it out. But um, where do I? Where do we go from here? If you're a Cowboys fan, do you stick with Dak? Do you stick with McCarthy? I feel like okay. you don't stick with McCarthy, but I don't know who you're going to get. The only Sean guy would Payton. be Sean Payton. But, like, going, just going back to the game, Cowboys had their chance. Like, there was that play where he threw it down the middle, and I think it was to Seedy, and it was a good throw, but it hit off his hands. And on the other side of the field, T.Y. Hilton was wide open. Oh, right. Really? The so there were three plays that changed the game. The Kittle catch. Yeah. What yeah. was Diggs doing? Why didn't he just I don't try, know. Why? Just catch the ball. Then the Diggs, he dropped an interception. Yeah, but Diggs could have hit Kittle on that. Yeah, he could have. Across the middle. It looks like he just missed him. Yeah, he just like (laughs) dove under him. Yeah. There was the Diggs interception on their Niners touchdown drive. Tipped right into his hands. Yeah. And then there was the Turpin kick return where he cut straight into the defender. He could have cut outside or inside, and he would have been gone. It would have been a touchdown. Tie game. Cuts right into the defender, gets tackled. And I think Dak threw a pick that drive or something. Yeah, but we, did. we have to talk about the last play of the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think that's going to go down. That's worse than the McAfee play. Yeah, I don't. And I, I was talking to Clay like while it was happening, and he's like, "It's funny because like in practice, someone thought this was going to work. Like they ran yeah. this in practice, and they're like, yeah, this is genius. We're so going to do this.' My thought when I saw it is, I don't think they were anticipating anybody rushing. I thought every yeah. they probably thought everyone would drop back because, like, you know, why would somebody try and sack? Why would somebody go for a sack mm-hmm. when you can just put everybody back there? Right. But they were only going to rush three, and the Niners were confused when they saw Zeke's at center. Yeah. Zeke's so the I, only guy on the line. So they were like, yeah, we have to rush this. And he, Zeke just got put down. Just destroyed. And bad. Yeah. I feel like throwing it to the other side would have been better because you had all you had a bunch of linemen on that side. I didn't understand throwing it over the middle where there's no one. I wish it would have gone a little bit farther just so you could see what they were thinking. Like what th- was the plan there? I think the play here's what I think they were trying to like I thought they were gonna have Dak roll out to the right so like there's no pressure, so they weren't expecting anybody to rush. So they were gonna run Dak out to the right behind all those linemen. Mm-hmm. and have him run as far as he could get and have Zeke and all those wide receivers on the other side and throw it back to them and see how far they could get. 
with all the linemen out in front of yeah. Dak. Because there were block. also linemen on the other side. Yeah, so I think they were trying to create like a wall. Uh-huh. But that, then the pressure kind of screwed that up. That or they were going to throw it. Because who'd they throw it to? T.Y.? Turpin. Turpin. And he just falls. Yeah. Gets tackled. So yeah. if if he catches if nobody rushes, Zeke snaps it, and he probably goes straight to that receiver to pitch it back. Yeah. And then you have linemen on both sides where you can just throw it to either sideline. But when Zeke gets put into the turf, <laughs> and that's like if that was step one was getting it to that wide receiver, step two is probably getting it to Zeke, yeah. and Zeke's just not there. Yeah. I don't know. It was a dumb play, dumb game. I feel bad for you, Fitz. I was after the Bucks win. I got like some kind of false confidence. Like, I think I'd been giving you some false. Yeah. Confidence oh yeah, you have hundred percent. Yeah, you've been feeding into it. But I, like I said earlier, I don't regret anything. I don't regret, you know, going all in on my team. Because what's the point of being a fan if you're not? Well, that's good. No regrets. So I was very sad though after struggled sleeping. Yeah, but that's okay. But you're here now. Still here. Made it. Still breathing. All right, boys down bad parlay time. Last week, another three and one showing. Hand Nothing up. new. That's on me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> locked out. There it goes. There it goes. Tell them your password. Yeah, yeah, say it out loud. Say it out loud. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. What? Is it bad? No, but it's. I use the same password for like everything. Oh. Uh, you come over here since it's connected. Yeah, get up. <sighs> Sorry, guys. It's my fault. <laughs> it's okay, Tom. That's Chris's fault for not wanting to share his password, or just not setting your preferences. Yeah, nice effort on that. Great podcasting. Yeah, this, this is, is awesome. And they just oh, and he messes up his password. Oh, no. He can't even remember it. <laughs> All right, we're back. All right, we're back. Yeah, another three and one showing last week. Um, nothing new. Um, hope Jesus. Should we just cut that? No, we're cut. leaving it in. That's fine. We're fine. Another three and one showing. It's like clockwork. It's three and one or one and three. Let's just look. Hopefully you tail them individually because you'd be up a lot a lot of hypothetical dollars i wonder what our overall record is 49 45 and one on just the parlay okay yeah that's That's basically what you're supposed to do a little bit above 500 or at 500 one two i wish i could be that's what the the statistics say you'd be usually 500 five of the last seven weeks have gone three and one yeah, it's the other two oh, weeks have gone one and three. Imagine if we get like two of those. Yeah. Dang. But we're gonna get it this week. I have a good feeling. This week's different. We got a we got a new man. He's gonna change up the mojo a little bit. Hopefully, bring some luck to us. Yeah. We're Nothing against it. Trevor or Trevin. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Tax guy. His name's Tax Guy. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna win some uh, hypothetical money this week. Yes, absolutely. Chris, start us off. Yeah, so I'm going to go to San Francisco at the Eagles. I'm going to go under 46. Okay. No real reason. Hmm. Just San Francisco's good defense. Philly, Philadelphia has a good defense. I think Philadelphia's defense will get after Brock Purdy. 
and won't let them run the ball as much. They'll force Purdy to throw, which I think he'll struggle. So not a lot of points. Eagles could get up, run the ball, Yep. keep that clock ticking. Mm-hmm. I like that pick. Peters? Yeah, I'm going to take another prop here. Jamar okay. Chase, anytime touchdown. Um, shout out John Hunt, 201. Um, this one is only minus 104. Okay. So it's better odds than just taking a straight up pick. I don't know. I just think watching picking a touchdown is always fun. Mm-hmm. You get behind somebody to score. It's electric when it happens. Mm-hmm. So Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown. Great pick. Tom, what's your first parlay pick? I'm going to go with Harrison Butker over one and a half field goals. Okay. You know, AFC championship game. Defense is going to be showing out. There's going to be a lot of chances for field goals. Mm-hmm. You need two field goals. That's got to hit. You know, the odds are 150, not the greatest. Um, but, you know, when you throw that in a parlay, I don't think it's going to do too much damage. Mm-hmm. The boys are going to win this week, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. He's great got pick. a leg on him, Butker. He so does. He can kick from yeah. deep. Yeah, he can. So That's a great pick. I love it. Going to round out the parlay with the Eagles minus one first half. Philly is going to be rocking first NFC championship there in I don't even know when the last time was. Um, gonna be rocking there. Um, I think Purdy is gonna take a little bit to settle into the game. Um, Cowboys got after him last week, sacked him a couple of times. I think Philly's gonna get after him. He's gonna struggle. Um, I think they'll figure out in the second half, but um, I think that the Eagles are gonna jump on him early, carry that lead to halftime. So Eagles minus one first half, and that is a hit parlay right there. Four no. Four no, baby. Is that at? Is that in Philadelphia, or is that in San Francisco? At, at, at Philly. Philly. Yeah, at, at Philly. Philly. I hope they bump some Meek Mill at the beginning. Oh, oh they have to. Electric. Dreams and, and nightmares. Dream chasers. They. Oh, uh, that'll give me some chills. Oh yeah, they uh, broke out Meek Mill for a Cowboys game earlier this year with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Really? That's when they broke out their Meek Mill. So we'll see if they bring him back or not. Seems like a wasted time to bring yeah. out Meek yeah. Mill. Yeah. But Peters, like are you sweating? Are you sweating a little bit? No, I don't think there's any chance to get past Philly. Because if they if San Fran wins, you have to get the Purdy jersey, right? Is it to the Super Bowl? It's he has to win the Super. Oh, Bowl. I thought it was to. I thought we said get to the Super Bowl because then he we were going to see if they would get here in time for him to wear it for the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I think it was. It was to get to the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, so I think you have to. I think you'd have to custom order it though. Let me go on Nike quick, or go to Ally. Yeah, or. Because didn't I thought we said he would have to think, wear it for I the Super Bowl, was. and then we we're like, eh, yeah. it may not be here in time. Yeah, there's no way DHK gets here before. <laughs> well, see, see if Nike's got one. NFL Shop. Ooh. It'll get here in like a week. Oh. I know and, it will. And if they don't, you can return it. Yeah. They have a 90 day return policy. Yeah, I was hoping they had it on. Nike. Oh, 3XL. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. See if there's a white one. Yeah. I'm just not ordering a 3XL because if I have to there's a it, 5XL, would you rather have that? <laughs> well, I'd probably need closer to a medium. Wear it as a dress. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's yeah. 170. Fanatics. Gross. Oh, there's one. And if oh yeah, 170 for the white. There we go. Ready oh, to ship. Is that youth? Oh, that's youth. Yeah. There we go. Let's see. Free jersey assurance. Ugh. 3XL. We'll find one. Tommy will keep looking. He'll keep find looking. one. Yeah. All right. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Let's move into the um, 
championship games this week. Should be some good ones. Um, first one, 49ers at Eagles. Eagles favored by two and a half, over-unders 46. Everyone was kind of questioning if Hertz was healthy or not. Obviously, he played really well. Looks to be completely healthy. He's ready to roll. Um, I feel like the 49ers offense didn't look amazing against the Cowboys. I think um, the Cowboys defense was able to get to Purdy, at least in the first half, like I said. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Big moment for Purdy going to Philly, NFC Championship. Yeah. I mean, he showed out every game, but that's a tall task for a rookie. I think Dallas showed if you stop the run, because they sh- pretty much shut down McCaffrey yeah. and make Purdy make a lot of plays. He can't really do it. So I think Philly's going to try and do the same thing, like stack the box, shut down McCaffrey, and make Purdy beat them. And mm-hmm. if Purdy beats them, then they can live with it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can live with, you can't live with McCaffrey running for 200 yards yeah. and two touchdowns. Yeah. Or even him getting receptions, like guard him out of the backfield and make Purdy throw the ball down the field. True. Because yeah. he just kind of wants to check it down and be safe with the ball. Has he still not thrown a pick yet? I don't think so. He's had a couple dropped. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if he's thrown one or not. It's impressive. I don't know. I mean, he's played good. He has. He's a good quarterback. I feel like they're pretty evenly matched teams. We'll see. I'm intrigued to see what the Eagles offense does against this defense. Um, oh, we did throw some picks. Are all Four. these start? Oh, wait. When yeah, because he started against the Chiefs. For some reason, I thought he didn't even have any turnovers yet. Four. Maybe, four. Guess not. Okay, four picks. Hmm. Still played well. Um, yeah, it'll be a good game. See what happens. Yeah. Next game, Tom, Bengals favored by one and a half at the Chiefs. Over under is forty six and a half. What are we thinking? Are are we confident? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like like I said, there's questions with Pat Mahomes, but with Andy Reid behind our backs, I, I we're backs like I'm on the team. Andy Reid on the Chiefs. <laughs> well, you can say our. You know. Yeah, it's your team. We got this. I feel like the Bengals got lucky last two weeks. Tyler Huntley literally gave them the ball on their own one-yard line, and they ran back a touchdown. Without mm-hmm. that play, Bengals might not even be in this. The Bills didn't have a good secondary. Threw all over them. Granted. So, I feel like they got lucky, and I feel like their luck's going to end this weekend. Can, the che- can Mahomes Chiefs. get the monkey off his back and beat Cincinnati? Beat Joe you know, Burrow. Yeah, Burrow's three and zero against him. Three and zero. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. But four and zero is even more impressive. And you know, the odds just get less and less. And so I think I think this is the time where he's going to lose to the Chiefs. It's going to be a big game. I can see it. It should be. Arrowhead is going to be rocking. That oh, place yeah. gets crazy. Yeah, I heard it's going to be cold. I heard the high is maybe like 12, 14. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing that frustrates me about the Packers fans is oh playing in Lambeau it's going to be so cold mm-hmm. like they don't know how to play in the cold like cold really doesn't affect football players these are grown ass men playing football so mm-hmm. that's just kind of a side tangent with the Packers fans but weather doesn't matter it's going to yeah. be rocking it's going to be a good game on Sunday yeah um I was trying to do some research today. I didn't find anything but when was the last team time a road team was favored in a playoff game do you think? 
in the playoffs? Yeah. Do you have the answer? No. Oh. I don't. I was trying to find it today. and I Dallas. This year? Yeah. Against the Niners. Oh, duh. Bucks. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Never mind. <laughs> against the Bucks. Never mind. I just thought it was Now, in the title game, that Maybe would be a, a title different game story. Would be different, yeah. Title game would be... Oof. That's a good question. That I don't know. It, it's interesting because... Obviously, because... Probably like the Patriots with Brady Mahomes. or something. Although yeah. they probably hosted a lot. Yeah, I mean... Because Mahomes has hosted every year he's been in the league. Yeah. Because they've been to five straight and it's been at... Oh, these are just open. Oh, open but it as... also has the result. Um, Seattle. Oh. They so the Eagles they... in 2020? Eagles in 2020... Oh, the spread moved against yeah. Okay, interesting. Okay, and then the Patriots. Interesting. So yeah, but I'm excited for this one. It's always fun to see Bengals Chiefs. It's always they got a good little. Do you call it a rivalry? Yeah, I, I would say so. Grew yeah. into it. I mean, Bengals weren't in a conversation a few years ago, and Zach Taylor bringing them back and mm-hmm. into the picture. I'd say the it's a rivalry. Yeah. It's not like a hatred rivalry, I feel like. It's, like a, it's respect. a respect rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. So, that'd be a good game. Let's move into our NFL locks for the week. We've been doing pretty good the past couple weeks on locks. So, let's keep Did it rolling. Did we hit them all last week? No. Not money. Not oh, Cowboys. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Got killed on TikTok. Yep. Keep the hate coming. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Keep it coming. Yeah. It fuels us. It does, like Trevin says. We get better by it. Yeah. We do. Makes Chris. us research more. Yeah. Chris, what's your NFL lock for the week? Yeah, I'm going back to Philadelphia. The Eagles, minus two and a half. I think okay. Brock's per- Brock Purdy's run comes to an end. Um, I just think just Philadelphia is a little bit better team. It's at home. They only got to win by a field goal. I think they'll be able to figure out the Niners defense and shut down Brock Purdy. Great pick. I like it. Peters, what do you got? Yeah, it's unfortunate timing that Tommy joins the pod this week because I'm taking the Bengals' money line. Um, I get it's minus 125. I think both of these teams – I think it's pretty even. I I think it should be a should have been probably a pick em. So I'm going to eat a little juice. I think Mahomes, Mahomes is going to play. I don't think he's going to be 100%. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm high on Burrow. I, I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Mm-hmm. But I just think that high ankle sprain probably didn't practice a ton. I just think it could be a weird game where, like, Bengals win by one on, like, a last-second field goal, and I don't want to lose on on the hook there. So I'm just going to take Bengals' money line. I believe the past three matches – three matches? Matchups. Three matchups. Matchups. <laughs> uh, with Duels. Bengals <laughs> – Duels. <laughs> <laughs> with Chiefs-Bengals have been – Field goal wins by the Bengals. So, yeah. So I'd rather logic adds not, up. I'd rather not lose on a hook. Yep. Good pick. Oh, you took minus one twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom, I what's your some, NFL lock? I got some good odds here. Ooh. It's under the player prop section. Okay. It's Chiefs will win by one to fourteen points, oh. plus one fifty. So it's basically money line. They got to win the game by, I guess, more than a point. But those odds boost them 150. 
I like it. There's no question the Bengals will <laughs> ever win this game. <laughs> ever. Peters is going crazy right now. <laughs> so one lock is going down. One lock is going down. Sorry. That's okay. I, cu- I just Unless... couldn't, couldn't let him just go Bengals money line on me, so I had to throw my Chiefs in there. I love Unless that. the Chiefs would win by 15. Then yeah, then I'd be, I'd be oh, devastated. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be like, I wish the Chiefs lost then at that point. But Good pick, Tom. Game. Great pick. Thank you. Uh, my NFL lock is going to be the Bengals-Chiefs over 46.5. I think it's just classic Bengals-Chiefs. There's going to be points. They're going to be scoring. Mahomes, Burrow, going to be lighting it up. Um, Mahomes being a little gimpy worries me a little bit, but – he shoot, he showed in the second half that he can do it. He can do it while he's hurt. And if they need to throw in Chad Henney, anything is possible. So Mahomes is him and Mahomes is anything's him. possible. So I like our odds. Absolutely. So over forty six and a half, lock it up. We should have a watch party for that game. A lot of I'm a lot down. of bets rolling on that game. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um all right. Let's finish the show with a little roulette action. Call oh, oh yeah, FaceTime Trev. Get him in here. Somebody's gonna hit it this week. I hope so. So it's up to twenty, right? Twenty each. Twenty each. Twenty each. Pot is increasing, and we added another member. Tom said he's yep. down. Yep. I'm feeling lucky today. He's feeling lucky. Come oh, on, he's Trev. He's not gonna answer. Oh no. He's hard working. He's working those taxes. He is. Yeah, it's he's just tough in. that he told us. You didn't. Oh, here we time. go. There he is. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, Trevin. Hey guys. Hey, you're on the Boys Down Bad podcast. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to be on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's your uh, roulette pick? Um, I'll about it. Um, I'm gonna go twenty-four for for Kobe again. Okay, 24. Chris? Uh, Tommy, hit that play button. Let me see the board. Uh, yeah, sure, new game. How's Tommy doing on his first day? He's doing great. He's doing great. Doing right. That's some some good uh, challenges I had to overcome. but he uh, For the first about two minutes of the pod, he just didn't talk into the mic at all. Uh, yep. <laughs> Tommy, go bottom right. Bottom right there. Close. Yeah, there, there, go. We go. there we go. There we go. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go with Red 5. Sam okay. Greasel. Sam Greasel. Ooh, Sammy G. Come on, Kobe. Peters? I'm going to go, what did you go? Four. Red 5. Red 9 for Joe Burrow. Mmm. I like it. Tom, what do you want? Got to go 15 then for yeah. Pat Mahomes. You have okay. to. I was going to go 20, so I'm going to be pissed if it lands on 20. I'm going with <laughs> Mahomes. Okay. To carry us to the victory here, fifteen black. I'm gonna go Sam Fultz, twenty-seven. All right. Alrighty. So, how do you do this, Chris? Uh, put the so put the one yeah on the okay. numbers we're on. Yeah. Oh no. no. Oh no. Oh, oh no. no. He's got joking? multiple. <laughs> Hit undo, 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 undo. Oh, oh no, he's moving. Oh, back. He's just adding. <laughs> That's okay. There we go. There we go. All right. Now okay. we're back. So we got five. <laughs> we'll get there. Oh, he did sure. It. Yeah, that's fine. we got five. Yeah, that's fine. It's five. five. What else? Nine. Nine. There we are. There we go. Twenty-four. 
15. 15. 24 for Cobes. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we'll get there. Yep. 24. There yep. And then 27. 27. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Spin that wheel. Go. Spin that wheel. Come on, five. Come on, 27. 15. 23. 23. Oh, oh, no. We were close. <laughs> You were close. Dealer wins. Dealer wins. Shoot. Oh, well, pot increases. <laughs> pot increases. That's devastating. That's tough. Well, well, Trev, good. thanks for... Yeah, thanks, Trev. Thanks for joining. Thanks, Trev. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> hey, See we'll, ya. See you later. Oh, that's devastating. That is. That's tough. Um, What yeah. was it? 23. 23. It's tough. Good pod today, though, boys. Great interview. Shout out to Vincent. Yeah. Getting really the boys good. fired up. Tune Shout in. out. Don't miss it. Yep. Tune in. Check it out. And I think that's all we got. Yeah. Yep. All right. This is the Boys Down Bad Podcast. I'm Dylan. Peters. I'm Chris. Tom. Have yourselves a top 10 weekend.